everyone, and welcome back to my first season. My guests today work for Clubed from 1997 to 2001 as a costume designer. She was sent to Clubed Sandpiper in 1997 for a stage, but her first actual season was in 97-98 in Clubed Playa Blanca. She is from Montreal, like me, and after Clubed, she worked as a costume maker for Cirque du Soleil on such shows as Love, Ka, Zumanity, and Ovo, just to name a few. We will talk about her Club Med career and so much more on this installment of My First Season. Please help me give a warm welcome to Sophie Boyer. Salut Sophie, comment ça va? Bonjour Greg, ça va très bien, merci. Okay, good, good, good. Alors, on va faire anglais ou français? English or French? <laughs> Just kidding. I think you decided on English, so <laughs> we'll do that. In case there's a word that you or I don't know, okay, we'll go. We'll switch to Spanish, okay? Is that okay? Perfect. <laughs> All right. We're doing this in Montreal. We know you're from there. Now, I think you heard about Club Med by seeing an ad. Uh, was this ad on TV or in a newspaper? Well, uh, we had the commercial. It was like, imagine une semaine, like imagine one week with while I was young. And for me, it was like a dream to go there. But for the first time I saw that and on a newspaper as well, it was the commercial and on newspaper. Yes, they they got us people from Montreal really good because they would put these on TV during the winter, like January, February, March, you know, and we'd see these and we'd be like, I want to go to Club Med, right? Exactly. Oh my God. Imagine one week. Yes, I would definitely go there in wintertime. Okay. Now you went to school in production theater. Is that correct? Yes. I studied in the production theater for three years where, where I studied costume, set design, and I prefer costume. So that's why I end up doing that. And but you, but right after that, were you working? Like, did you get a job right away in that field? No, unfortunately, I didn't get any job in that field. So that's why I was, uh, it was all part-time job, but it's actually my dad who in the news uh, in the newspaper a job for club med then he talked to me about it then i applied and that's where it all began was your interview in montreal yes it was in montreal with linda i was so nervous because it was in english like as you can see i have an accent but uh, i do understand uh, well english but it was in montreal and uh, I was going through the, what was it called, the, the Club Med magazine, and I was looking at the costume, and I was like, oh, my God, I, I will be, never be able to make those costumes. And I remember seeing the, what is it called, the Cancan dress, French Cancan dress with all the frills, and I was like, oh, I'll never be able to do that. But you see, I ended up being at Club Med for three years, so everything is possible. And did you make a lot of can-can dresses? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Phew. okay. No, because, oh my God, I was lucky enough that the choreographer had them. All right. After your interview, how long did you wait to, to like say, hey, okay, you're hired? Was it uh, weeks, months? It, if I'm not wrong, it was a couple of weeks. And like you said the, before, I was lucky enough to go to a stage that was in Sandpiper, Florida, the Club Med over there, we had like the choreographer, sound and costume maker. 
we, we were a couple of us uh, doing a stage over there for two weeks. And this is where I learned the ABC of club men. And you met your first chief of village, who is Greg Schneider there, correct? Exactly. He was, uh, but it was kind of like kind of my chief of village because I was not a real geo. Like uh, we, we were there just uh, uh, not all of us uh, were going to be uh, taken. So I was lucky to be chosen. So you go from Sandpiper, big family village to a big singles village in uh, Playa Blanca. Yeah, you were there the season right after me then. And so did you know about family villages and singles villages at this point? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you got to play and went, what What happened? Where's the kids? <laughs> oh, my God. No, that was quite a, quite a shock, but it was fun. Okay. So your chief of village was Uria Osmani? Exactly. And um, I can't remember the backstage too well in Playa, but it was small, right? Was it? Yes, it was small, and uh, it was actually, like, there was one part where, like, uh, all the costume were, I mean, the leftover costume, I should say, from the previous village. There was one area where I had the sewing machine with a nice view on the jungle, and where we would, uh, another room where we would change and where the makeup was. Yeah, was small backstage, but a lot of fun. Okay, and do you recall who your chief of animation was? It was Adrenaline. Oh, really? Adrenaline, okay. I, I never got to meet him, but yeah, I hear his name a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know how many years he's he been in with Lamed, but he was my first chief of animation. Did you like Playa Blanca? I loved Playa Blanca because what I loved about it is there was nothing to do outside of the club, so... All the guests and all the geos, we were stuck there, if I can say. And as you may remember, we didn't have any real day off back then. So, so we got, it was really a village life because we were all, uh, and then the, the, the guests were there, were arriving Saturday or Sunday, like most of them were arriving those days. So so we we really got to um, live the how can I say the, like I said the village life or uh, no it was fun like I said I, I had a really good memory of that uh, village. Do you have any stories from that season? Did you make any mistakes as a first season costumier or cult club med culture shock anything? No, I but, well stories the funny thing is that as you remember if you've been to that village we had to open the village because it was it was closed during summertime so i was me and the choreographer and the sound guy were the first like in the first one to get there so uh, we arrived there nobody was expecting us we arrived there at night as i said when you open a village there's nothing. I mean, we were a small team at the beginning. We were just the, we were eating at the GE's cafeteria. After that, the annex restaurant. After that, the main res restaurant until like the guests arrived. So that was quite a shock because uh, like I said, we were actually 
welcoming the entire team because we were there at the beginning. So did you do that? Was the, was it the same thing for you? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's when I, um, that was the first village I got to open and close. And I found there was something special about, about that. You're the first ones there and then you're the last ones to leave. So the GMs have all gone home and you spend a week or two uh, closing it. So I actually liked, liked when that happened. Uh, it was, it was definitely unique. It was a good season and, and being the last ones to leave. I don't I just thought it was special. Yes, totally. And uh, some of some stories that I can uh, that I do remember are um, we had the horror show, mm-hmm. and uh, that was quite particular because in the theater there was there were uh, some bats like the show souris, and uh, b- just before the show, the set designer would like move something like in the curtains, and suddenly all the bats would come out of the theater. So. I mean, we didn't pay for that. It was like free. <laughs> so it was special effect, but real effect uh, for the horror show. And uh, as you may remember, there was a couple of scorpion backstage. So yes. One of the show, it, the dancers were barefoot. And a few, I was backstage or on the side of the stage. And I heard like, Sophie, Sophie, send me something. Like, throw me something. Throw me. I'm like, what? Show me something I'm like what? And it was like a big scorpion. And, and when I saw it, I threw my uh, my shoe. The the guy hit the scorpion, threw the shoe back at me with the scorpion, and like uh, out of the second, the show started, and we noticed that it was the yellow one scorpion. So the really bad. The smaller they are, the more dangerous. Very bad scorpion. Uh, qu- question: Did you have Uncle Larry there, the GM? Uh, yes, he came to Playa Blanca, but uh, when he arrived, everybody was like, "Oh my God, Uncle Larry!" But I didn't really know him. I mean, since it was my first season, I just remembered that he arrived with tons of presents for everybody, and I was lucky enough to have a shoe <laughs> shoe like something we put. In our, in our hair, so. Okay. Oh, yeah, so some chiefs uh, do these end of the season awards, right? Are you able mm-hmm. to say the award that you won? <laughs> yes. Yeah. If, 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 if you don't have to if you don't want to, but I, fi- I find it so cute and funny that you won this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, uh, the, uh, the award season. So we had to put like the name of uh, in different categories. And I was really surprised to get one. I got like, obviously, we all know like in Single Village, there's a lot of girls coming to see the GOs. And well, there's one GM that came to see me twice. He was from Los Angeles. He came to see me twice at Clomed. So I got the Shark Award in the women. What? Yes. Oh yes, come on, yes. that's that's not fair because that's basically a boyfriend that's coming to see you. I mean, you got you got land shark for women. Yes, because okay. <laughs> because of that, because somebody came to see me twice, so oh. it was like Whoa. it's the same guy though. You, you can't be a land shark. I mean, geez, I mean, uh, the guy land shark award must have been okay, something different, but. Yeah, I wouldn't count. I wouldn't count that. No, you don't. You don't have. You don't have to say who won the guy land shark. <laughs> Let's just stick with you. 
<laughs> well, right. we, we, we could drop some names, but we'll no, no, no. yeah, no. each other. Well, yeah, we'll drop names later, but just in a good way. Okay, yeah, so exactly. that season go, comes to an end. You go work for another uh, female Chiva village, Lulu, summer 98 in Turks. And I worked with Lulu and Playa. So it looks like we were just missing each other. Yeah. And uh, you're sent to another singles village. This, But this time, you know, like, and you're like, I'm not going to win the Landshark girl this <laughs> season, right? I'm not talking to anybody. Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, that was another crazy season because, uh, I don't know, as... I might sound old, but I guess we all say that. Like, it was really different back then. Single Village were really fun, and uh, we were a lot. We had a lot of party. We had it was fun, really fun. Um, Gus, Gus was my chief of animation back. Then. Yes, Gus uh, Luke Neal, who became a exactly. chief of village himself, and uh, Hendel was there too, right? Yes. Uh, Handel is what chief of sport or land sport? Chief of sport. So you can imagine Handel and Gus plus Lulu, quite yeah. a. <laughs> there was yeah. something. Do you remember who the animator was there? Uh, it's okay well, if you don't. No. Oh okay. yeah. Oh he did. Oh yeah. Well he did both, right? Yeah, because he yes. he did the same in Playa because I was with him in Playa, you know, with Lulu, and then so yeah, he he would do his own passages, and then was also the chief of animation. Exactly. Did you have time to swim with Jojo there? Actually, can you imagine that I've never seen him? But it, I could say, <laughs> I should say hit. I've never <laughs> seen Jojo. Oh, no, I'm sorry. How long were you there at Turks? There for at least six months. I've been there on vacation afterwards. So, no, I didn't get the chance to see Jojo. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, but you you did see a few hurricanes, I'm guessing, right? <laughs> oh, yes. It's actually where I saw the most hurricanes. I, there was none, obviously, in Playa. It, it was out of the, it was not during the hurricane season. But in Turquoise, yes, I re, we got Bunny, George, Mitch. Quite an experience because uh, two times we had to throw in the, in the pool the chairs. And we had to tape. The windows, uh, put a pull of a plank on the windows as well. So, yeah, quite an experience, but nothing like, beside the the ski duck, not like uh, nothing really bad happened. So, I was lucky. I should say, I, I, I was really lucky. And uh, what shows, I can't recall which shows, uh, did Lulu bring over any shows with her that she would I mean, her, you know, each chief has their own set of shows. Do you recall what they were? I don't know if she brought any, oh, maybe Greece, but the choreographer probably brought most of them. But I do re remember uh, having, uh, we had Aladdin. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is that one time, like the set designer over there, I don't remember her name, his name, sorry, but the set designer was amazing and uh, he had made like the set with the big uh the cave you know okay. when the oh, yes yes when the, when the genie gets out of the, the cave and he said ten thousand years or something like that and we had some sort of fireworks or like special effects and one time the set got on fire at exactly that moment when it was Gus that was uh the genie and 
he came out of the grotto and said, 10,000 years and pow. That was a little bit more than what we expected. Like <laughs> the special effect was uh, more than we thought because they, they caught on fire. And like the set designer was really quick to- um, To put out the fire? Exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we continued the show. Yeah, <laughs> so the, the, the GMs thought it was part of the show, right? Exactly. <laughs> Okay, this is a dumb question, but you know, I did two seasons with Lulu. So before the show starts, she would always go to do a sound check. Did you ever uh, see her do this? No. Okay, so you never heard her on stage before the show going. She would test the microphone. She would say, "See, ha." Oh, it's true. Ha. I do. Okay. No, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Over and I over forget. again. Yeah. Ah, it's true. She's the only one I knew that did that. And then she'd always, um, you know, how you announce the show to get GMs to the theater was always uh, Ritmo de la Noche. Ritmo, exactly. Ritmo de, Ritmo la, de noche. la Noche. <laughs> okay. So she kept, uh, she kept doing that. Good, good. Exactly. Okay. Any more stories from Turks before we move on to St. Lucia? But, well, I, Turks, my God, my, I have more. Uh, more um, oh, wait, no, you did have a funny one. Okay. Because did you meet Anthony Sobato Jr., the actor in Turks? It was actually in Columbus. Oh, Columbus Isle. Yeah. Okay. And I was really a big fan of him, like a lot of like 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 most women. Yes, yes. Okay. (laughs) And uh, I don't know why uh, we knew, like we know, uh, we got a notice, but probably because we we always got notice when celebrities were coming. And uh, we we uh, we were told that he was coming to the village. And what happened is that I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I don't Sabato Jr. And they made me bring him to his room. Because... What, what a bummer, huh? <laughs> but he was with the, his uh, girlfriend or. Oh, OK. 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 So, yeah, that's good. So, so it was, there was nothing to imagine. It was just me bringing him to his yeah. room, but oh, my, my heart was pounding. <laughs> and uh, well, then where did you meet Thierry Lermite? Yeah, same place. Really? He was coming, yes, in okay. uh, Columbus. He okay. was coming one month for one month. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, because I was in Columbus in 2000. Were you there in January 2000? I arrived. When did, when did in- you get there? Then I get there, October two thousand. Oh, okay, okay. So Thierry, he went twice that year then because he was with us in two thousand. Okay, uh, where did you meet Mitsu then? A Columbus Isle. What? Okay, because this is funny because my first season in ninety four, uh, there was a girl on the team. Kept talking to her. I said, oh, I'm really sorry. Uh, you probably get this a lot. You look just like a French Canadian singer. She goes, Who? I go, Mitsu. She says, That's my sister. No. So, Yes, so I never met uh, Mitsu, but I met also Labe and um, no- Noemi. Okay, <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, no, and she was so nice and partying with us. Uh, no, actually, most actually all of the celebrities that I've met were in Columbus High, but I was really? there for a year, so maybe that. <laughs> okay, yeah. and and you met Corey Hart and Julie Master too. Oh. 
Yes, it, it, it was in Paradise Island. Oh yes, okay, yeah, okay, we'll get we'll get to Paradise. Okay, so from Turks, ninety eight, ninety nine, you go to Saint Lucia with the chef de village Christian Aubert. Yes. Okay, what you so what happened there? Did you uh, like Saint Lucia? Was it different from? I guess it's a you're back to family villages now, right? Yes, it was a family village, so it was. But I was happy to to have the, to be in another village, so that way I could go to bed earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take a break. Yeah, okay. <laughs> take a break. Uh, but also, in, it was an Aquarius brand before. I I don't know if you remember. If I'm not wrong, it was some. It, it was part of Club Med or. It was the low brand of Club Med, something well, like that. When I was there, no, I, I was there in like 95. No, it was still Club Med, but I, I do remember the Aquarius uh, chain, you know, hotel that Club Med bought. But uh, I think by then it was it was a full Club Med, I believe. But they, I think they changed it again to... Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. it was... Uh, I loved the, the island. I loved the people over there. It was a beautiful uh, island. Uh, the The team was great. It was uh, also a good team. But as a costume maker, it was a costume maker nightmare is an opening of a village because we opened the village just before Christmas time and the choreographer didn't have any much costume. So that's a co uh, costume maker nightmare is because you have to make everything and there was not much to buy on the island it wasn't like in columbus isle where i could go had the chance to go shop in miami so i was lucky enough to have uh, they hired somebody to help me to sew everything so as it, i was really 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 lucky to have uh, an helper for uh, the opening of the village Okay. How long was it closed for? Do you know? Good question. Because uh, I was there for the winter season, like the end of fall until... Uh, yeah. So January 1999 comes around and I guess they had Prince's song on heavy rotation, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but... Gonna, I was gonna party there. like it's 1999? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Geez, I was not fastened. I, I will say it was lost in translation. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell me about St. Lucia? St. Lucia. Like I said, it was, it was, um, I love the village itself because being on the Pecos, it's fun, but there's not much to do outside except partying. And St. Lucia was amazing for sports. I, that's where I learned how to windsurf. I've been diving over there. There was drift diving, amazing diving over there. So uh, that's where I spend most of my free time, if I can say free time. Okay, you you learned to windsurf there. So I know that spot, it's, it's very advanced. So do you mean that you were getting rescued a lot or no? Actually, no, I was just throwing my wind cell in the, in the water if it was going too fast. Okay. Okay, so no, I don't, I was, I don't know. I was, I had special skills. Okay. So, so you didn't think at the time, you know, if I pretend I don't know how to windsurf, they'll rescue me and the very good looking uh, windsurf Gio will come pick me up in his boat. So you didn't think of that then, right? No, 
Oh, you see, I didn't think about that. Uh, uh, I, just, I should have. Well, well, I did. Whenever there was a beautiful uh, female uh, sailing geo, I would do that all the time. I knew how to windsurf, but, you know, I would always be like, oh, you know, the boom came off of the, the board. I don't know how that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I had too much pride and I had to j jump back on the um, on the board. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Did you ever get uh, the harness on two feet in the straps? Did you get like zooming on the water? Not no harness on the foot strap. Yes, a little bit. And like jumping back on the when there was the let's say a, a puff of wind, I would fly through the the sail. But I guess it's called uh, it, learn, live and learn. <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a good spot to do it in because uh, anything else after after St. Lucia would be easy. <laughs> it's, yes. Uh, it's a very and the diving spot. with it, diving was really really nice too because it was drift diving over there. Um, yes. And uh, at the base of the uh, the the Bitons, no? The, um, yes. Yeah. So it's a beautiful dive spot, and yeah, drift diving is fun, right? Because you just go with the current. <laughs> yes, and they pick you up wherever you end up <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you end up at sandals uh the, the other resort they'll go get you there <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right now we mentioned uh paradise so in 1999 you go to paradise with the chef de village steve riley yes and uh now you can buy anything you want because you're you're not far from nasa and nasa so you probably were able to purchase a lot of things for the shows right uh yes but the i was there like the the choreographer was was there was joey joe joey joe, joey Temp joey template yes oh, okay uh choreographer what chief of animation slash choreographer if i if i'm not wrong and uh, he, basically i had not much to make because uh all uh, he had like the costume were all done i have just how can I say? Uh, well, I didn't make any uh, a lot of costumes yeah. uh, during that season because he had everything. Yeah, a lot of choreographers, chief animation, they they come with their own uh, chests, right? And they have so many uh, show, previous shows they've done, so they all travel exactly. with these uh, metal metal chests, I guess you would call them, or trunks. Yes, the trunks. trunks. Yeah, trunks. Yeah. So yeah, so someone like Joey, yeah, would have probably quite a lot. <laughs> and we had really so so when I got there. Like the show were, were rolling the costume. Like it was a, I was there only for three months though, because after that I stopped Club Med for one year and I I came back. <laughs> okay. So you took a year break. Let me guess. Yep. Uh, it was winter time and someone called you, Club Med called you and you were like, what did they call you in winter? They called me and uh, I stopped for one year trying okay. to do something else I, like i said trying to do something else because it's so hard to stop club med and i got like a, a normal oh, boring job and at one point it's not my dad it's my mom this time who called me and said i have a good or a bad news for you I'm like okay what is it i said club med call you back okay and uh, so I was like, oh, my God, I have to think about that. What should, should I go back? And the, the good news is that they offer me Columbus Island. This is where my 
my only goal was to go either there or obviously anything anywhere else in the world but they offered me uh, Columbus Island so I said yes okay now wait a minute because I I work Columbus Isle two and a half years, three times. So why, what was it about that resort that you wanted to go there? I scuba dive. So I thought that it would, like during my day off, as uh, there's not much to do on the island except water sports. And since I love water sports, I was lucky because the dive, diving in Columbus Isle is just insane. So all my days off because we had days off in 2000 we had like regular days off so that was kind of new and so I would dive every day off and you probably wanted a nice room for a change with a tv in it right (laughs) oh my god it's true a tv a phone and it was just the beginning of the internet like I said the really really beginning and uh, we had we had we had to write down write down our name on the list and we had 30 minutes at a time so the early internet 30 minutes you can imagine that uh, we were not able to write down much uh, during that uh, little break but uh, no I love that season I love it was with uh, my chief of village was Youssef Dari and uh, if I if I may recall it we won the best team. Remember that they had like, um, I don't know if it's contest, but we had the best chief of village of the year or the best season of the year. And uh, we won best season or best chief of the of the year because it was such a, we had an amazing team. It was the first chief of village that I saw that was putting everybody on stage. And when I say everybody, it was the maintenance guy, the, I don't know, the, the economa, everybody was on stage. So the positive thing is that as, like as I was telling before about Playa Blanca, like, you know, the team spirit that we got since it was such a, it was village and there was nothing else to do. Well, that helped a lot to build a, a great team because we were all backstage and, uh, so at the so you end up knowing everybody, like all the other geos that we normally uh, just pass by. Or okay, may I may I go back to this internet thing just for one second, Sophie? <laughs> yes. Okay, because I I left there in spring of two thousand. There still wasn't any internet. So are you saying they put like a kiosk at reception and each and you had to go line up to use it, or like, or did you already have a laptop on you? Like, where where did you go to use the internet in Columbus? We had one, there was one computer that we could use that was in the gestionnaire. Ah, okay, got it. Office. Okay. Yes. And we had to write down our name on the list. So, uh, yeah. They charge you for that? No, but it was super slow. I can imagine. So, okay. <laughs> really, really slow. But, uh, and there was before all the social media, as uh, we all know. So it was just hotmail writing to family and friends. Hi, uh, everything's going well. And don't think about sending pictures because it was like too yeah, long. That's right. So you had the 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 fax, the modem dial up that re- <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh boy. 
Yeah, well, it's much better now in Columbus, guys, if you're thinking of going back. So <laughs> they have full-on internet there. <laughs> yes. So you spent uh, one whole year in Columbus, correct? Yes. And so since you were diving on your day off, you must have uh, ran into Jean-Paul Morales. Yeah. Chief of Scuba, my friend. So uh, how, what did you think of Jean-Paul? Oh, my God. What a, what a personage. Funny. Because he was Funny. an animation as well, too. So I, I know he, he did a lot of comedy skits on stage, right? Yes, the Minouche, my Minouche. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, some of the cabaret uh, nights or cabaret shows. I loved when he did the, uh, I think it was called the professionals or maybe, you know, when the, the theme from Chariots of Fire, when the uh, yes. people are, are running in slow motion, because I love being on stage with him because you, he never did what he was supposed to. Uh. He would try to take out everyone, okay, and roll roll on top of them, you know, and it was just so funny to watch. That's why I wanted to be on stage when when he was there because uh, I didn't want to just watch it. I wanted to be in it. <laughs> and the cabaret, you wanted exactly. That's it's somebody that you wanted to to watch during the show because really funny person. And I actually saw him. I went back on vacation a few weeks ago in Columbus Island. He's is there as well so yes yeah i saw you, you took a photo with him right yep yep, yep. Yeah, yeah he still looks the same yeah, drives me change. crazy yep still good looking blue blue eyes same weight didn't gain a yep. pound <laughs> as as funny as before we love you know, you, you, know you know why eh? because he never left club med it's only when you leave you start to age <laughs> so he never left he's smart smarter than all of us <laughs> yeah now here, if we can just um, move away from Club Med, we'll come back to Club Med, okay? Because uh, I find it so interesting that um, right after Club Med, you started working for Cirque du Soleil as a costume maker. So how did that happen? A little bit like Club Med. I, uh, there was an offer to work there as a costume maker. So uh, I, I applied and, and it was, I sent it by fax because facts were still in use back then. I sent, I don't know how many resumes uh, until I got out to uh, have an interview. And I started as a costume maker. And the, the two last years at the end, I was a costume coordinator. Now, when you get hired by Cirque du Soleil, are you put on a show immediately? Like, or there, or did they say, okay, uh, Sophie, you're going to work on love or Ka? Like, how does it work? Since I was a newbie, I was more like working on the older shows because all the costumes were made in Montreal and all the costumes are one are made for the artist. I mean, it, so I work for the older shows, but they, they, they put me on the... Back then, we had a new creation, a new show per, let's say, year and a half. And after that, per year, per we had two shows after. Uh, we end up having two or three shows a year. So that were the big years of uh, Cirque du Soleil. What I really, really, really loved about, I was going to say Clamed, but about Cirque du Soleil, is, is, it was the same passion, uh, the same, how can I say? It was it was great because I could meet new culture, new languages. So 
I was lucky to to uh, work for Club Med and Cirque du Soleil because of that. So many, you know, XGOs work, you know, were working or are working for uh, Cirque du Soleil. So did, while well, you were based in Montreal making costumes, did you meet any of them like that were working in Club Med and now working as an artist in Cirque du Soleil? I've met Claude that was in Circus. Yes. Circuitio. Claude was do was working in the the studio in Montreal, and a good friend of mine, Patrick Sound, because I as you remember we were we didn't have any family name. It was Sophie Costume, Patrick Sound. So Patrick and I work in Saint Lucia, and we always kept uh, in touch. And he ended up working for Cirque, and he's still working for Cirque, but. He's in touring. He's been touring, and now I think he's he's working for Allegria, if I'm not wrong. But I've never been touring. I was based in Montreal, but I worked for shows. I was lucky enough though to to travel uh, for shows. But we were staying on location for the new shows. Like I've been lucky to go to Argentina, Macau, Italy. Uh, now, uh, two great uh, companies to work for. And when you work for Cirque du Soleil, uh, because I know they do a lot of shows in the old port of Montreal, as an employee, do you have to pay to see the show or do you get free tickets? We were lucky enough to have uh, four free tickets per year. So obviously, it, uh, we end, I, end, I end up bringing my family to see the shows that were in Montreal. Um, and I had more tickets, like when, we, when you were working on the production, let's say, for example, I work on the creation of Corteo touring show. So we had like what was called the Lions Den. It's always like a presentation of the show in front of a really small crowd to uh, test test like the the clowns or like the lights and like to test the show basically the reaction of people so yeah i was really lucky to have a couple of sh uh, of tickets per year what's it like being in the audience and seeing someone wear the uh costume that you made oh it's such a um, proud i was really proud like a, it was a, a lot of work to because what there's a costume maker uh, making the the drawing and we work with him or her uh, to basically put in 2Ds what he did what he draw in 3Ds but like I said we work with artists it's uh, so it's different for example the flying trapeze costume are totally different than the the tumbling costume because uh, we have to uh, some specific Specific. I don't. How can I say that? I don't even know that word in French. Okay, <laughs> or in English. <laughs> we we have to to make sure that the costume they don't cut in the wires or so. There's a lot of things that the the, the we have to be careful with depending the what the artist does. Okay, all right. Now, I have a few questions about Club Med. Can we go back there for a moment? Sure. Okay. 
So we share a favorite crazy sign, but not a lot of people know about this one. So you like Gala, Freed from Desire. Yay! Alabina, but also my favorite Brazilian group of all time is Timbalada and Savose Say. So how, where did you hear this one? Well, those three were from, uh, from Playa Blanca. Okay. And uh, those my total, like my favorite crazy sign because freed from desire the funny thing is like i said when i came when i went back in clomed in columbus a few weeks ago they still play it so can you imagine that well yes they probably still play ymca as well i'm guessing <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i didn't hear ymca but okay I, I i heard freed from desire and that's like three five years later and the funny thing is that with that song, like people, like guys would, uh, you know, when they say la, 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 and we would go crazy and we would dance all around and all the guys were, would chest bump, you know, and me and my good friend that I, Nancy Boutique, we would look at each other and we're like, okay, we can do that. So every time we would, we would be the only girls chest bumping uh, during that, the, the la 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 uh, moment and uh okay. is uh it was um paulo that was a brazilian paulo porto exactly oh, okay yeah did my uh chief of sports stash with him okay oh. all right uh well what, yeah i think i think i know why you and nancy were the only two chest bumping each other because you don't you don't really see girls doing that during freed from desire because doesn't it hurt <laughs> No. Uh, oh, okay. I know it doesn't hurt us, but okay. I was just curious. Okay. No, no. We had cushion. We have cushions. So we're okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Now, tell. Uh, other than the people we mentioned, like who, who else did you enjoy working with? Is there anyone we missed? But I would like to talk again about Uria. Uria. Oh, yes, please. Yes. She 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 was my first chief of village, and there was not a lot of women chief of village back then. And at the beginning, I was I I I found her really strict. But after a while, I've noticed that I, she was observing people like who's who. And after after a while, it was she know she. It was really fun because uh, she saw that I was a good geo. I was doing what I had to do. And um, and the crazy thing is that, as you may remember, most of the arrival were on Saturday. And one Saturday, I was at the at lunchtime, like eating, trying to go and eat fast because like there was like one or two arrivals soon. And somebody picked me up. He said, come, uh, Uriah wants to see you. I'm like, oh, my God, what have I done? And I said, can I stop? My, can I finish lunch? I said, no, you have to come right now. Oh, boy, okay. And can you imagine that during the biggest arrival day, we end up, a couple of geos, she brought us to one of the villas I don't know. I don't know if you've been to the villas, you know, Orient, Occident, Villa El Tigre. Do you know those villas? Yes, yes. So it was a rich uh, Italian guy that had all those villas. 
And Uria brought us to El Tigre. That was an amazing villa. And we ate lunch and we had, I couldn't believe it. We had whales jumping in front of us, like in the ocean, obviously. And I felt so lucky to experience that. And we came back. I was kind of shy to came to, and people were like, where were you? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, uh, you know, I was uh, occupied or we, we didn't tell the other people what, where we were because we didn't want them to be jealous. Yeah, but, it was. Yeah, it's kind of like when you win a reward challenge on Survivor, you get taken away, you eat the best food and everyone else is back at camp, you know, <laughs> eating coconut. So, yeah, you don't want to say how good a time you had. So you don't want them to be jealous, right? Exactly. But uh, that was an amazing uh, experience and uh, memory from Uria. I really, really loved her. Yeah. Yeah. And then because right after, so the way you described her, um, um, you can almost describe Lulu the same way. Because at first, Lulu seems very strict, right? But I guess um, only once you, you get to know her, you know, all she thinks about is improving the village. Like you Exactly. Know. So yeah, you had two very good chiefs in a row there. Is there anyone else really? Well, the thing with Clamed is, is that I still have a lot of friends from uh, Clamed. It, and that's why it, this experience truly changed your life. If you, if you stay more than one uh, season, because after a few weeks, I wanted to quit. <laughs> because it was so hard. My first season uh, as a costume maker, opening a village, a choreographer without any costume, that was really hard. Like I was the greenest. My I was so green. I was not white. I was green because I was working so much and I didn't have any free time. But the, the great thing at, at the end is that, well, all your costumes are made. The costume maker, we have a little bit more free time. So we work a lot, a lot during the first months of the of a season, but the last months it's, we can have a, a few moments to do sports or to work our time. <laughs> yes, because as they say, uh, un geo uh, bien bronzé et un geo bien organisé, right? <laughs> yes. I that, love that. Loosely translate to a, a, a geo who's tanned is very well organized. <laughs> okay. Oh, I've never heard that one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, the French taught me that one. Okay. <laughs> what are the three things you miss the most, Sophie? Um, I mean, I know you went back. So did you find out you miss some things about Clement? Well, I do miss the the fun and simple life we had. I mean, I had so much fun. You know, the biggest question was which pario or bathing suit am I going to wear today? I mean, this is kind of fun. You you just, it's all what we call en mou. On s'habille en mou, en bon français. Like right now with the with the with all the Zoom meeting, we now can wear whatever we want behind our uh, computer, but that's yes. what I loved over yeah. there. Like, and with Zoom, you don't have to wear pants. It's great, right? <laughs> you could be, you, I can live my uh, 
the best life by I can wear my perio now and nobody would know. That's or, right. Uh, I'm making jokes, but uh, really that was fun. Uh, another thing is I love the food. I mean, yeah, yes, buffet. Oh my god! I mean the variety and the freshness of the food, and I love making my own food. But over there, we were lucky to. Uh, yes, there was no. We didn't have to do dishes. The no dishes, no fruit or vegetable cutting, no groceries. I miss that, and most of all is uh, I really like I said a little bit before. I love meeting new people. I love learning new culture, new languages. So I was pleased with Plumed. It was a real a great plus. Either the GOs or the the GMs. I mean, what a chance, you know, to to have this type of club. And listening to you talk about Uria and Playa Blanca, I'm guessing that season was your magical one. Yes. Yes, I have to admit that it was my magical one because if I just look in my Facebook friends, most of my, I have probably like you, I have dozens and dozens of XGOs friends, but I have to say that most of them are from Playa Blanca. So I don't know, like you said, there's something magical about it because it's not that I didn't like the other GOs. It's not at all that, but I st I'm still in, uh, I get in touch with uh, Nancy and Laurence Boutique from uh, Playa Blanca. That are, I still see uh, Nancy every year and we are, um, we keep in touch. So uh, friends for life because of Club Med. So that's why this season is pretty magical, I would say. Okay, one last question. Do you still display in your house that land shark award you got in play? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh boy. I still have mine though, but I, I don't display it anymore. <laughs> it's in the vault. That is, that is so funny. <laughs> you also send us a photo of that award. I'll put it into in the Facebook post. Okay. <laughs> All right. Am I am I forgetting to ask you anything, Sophie? Before I let you go, um, is there something else you wanted to say? Uh, would you have uh, changed anything? Like, I'm I'm sure you're glad you went back after you took your break, right? Like, if I would change anything, no, 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 because uh, like I said, it changed my life in a positive way, uh, and it's still. Like like they uh, like they say it's always um like the expression uh, geo one day geo uh, what is it uh, once a geo always a geo exactly one? exactly and I I went to the first geo reunion in San Piper I've been to the second one in Cancun and it was so much fun so. okay well I might have saw you there but we didn't know each other because I went to that one too in two thousand eight the yeah, the, yeah, the second one. Yeah, well, the first one. No, the first one was Sandpiper. But yes, yes. yeah, I went. I was there with you then in Cancun because I went to that one too. Oh no, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, oh yes, yeah. Like I yeah. said, uh, I I go back. It was fun to go back, but like I I guess say I I might sound old, but 
it's not the same as it used to be. Like, uh, but I, well, while I was there, I've met some geos that really had it. Like they had ours, I would say our spirit because uh, a geo, it's from, from my point of view, it, it's really, it has to be from your heart. Okay, I might sound cheesy when I say that, but it has to be in your blood. From, from my point of view, the best geos were the one that it's in their blood, it's in your soul or otherwise, I don't know. You were yeah. otherwise, yeah. Why why are you doing it then? Exactly. Exactly. So I've met a few really great geos uh, a few months ago in Columbus Island. So it gave me faith. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so the med is not over. There's still some uh, some legacy of our years, our crazy years. Well, I do like the reunions because I, I did find it fun going going as a GM and I didn't have to work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, just do the fun thing. Yeah. Maybe you and I should be like Uncle Larry. We'll just go live in a live in a village six months of the year. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, please. <laughs> he might have uh, he might have been onto something, you know. Yeah, I think he he figured it out back then. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, he came back he came to Turquoise as well, but that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he there liked, in Turquoise. Yeah, he liked Lulu. That's why when we were with Lulu and Playa, um, he he followed her there. Yeah, he really liked her. I see. All right, Sophie, I really want to thank you so much for sharing your story with us here today because uh, it's been awesome of you to take the time to do that. Thank you so much. Ben, ça me fait plaisir. Ça me fait vraiment plaisir to share those amazing memories with you. And uh, you, you made me, you made, it brought me back great memories and put a smile on my face and uh, some memory oh. some mem memories will always be uh, uh in my heart uh good me too me too me thanks again so i really want to thank sophie boyer again from montreal everyone and uh, we will see you all next week with another new episode of my first season here's where we say bye to everyone au revoir au revoir